Hey guys, it is two o'clock in the mountains. That makes it one o'clock on the west coast and four o'clock on the east coast. As advertised, we're in the lion's roar. I'm coming to you from the flag room, and we've got the lovely Sefcito to sit in with us a little bit today and kind of just talk to us about the market, finances, how she looks at it, and give us some advice on what to do moving forward here. Steph, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. It's it's a pleasure to have you. We're really excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, this seems like a really awesome group. And yeah, I'm excited to chat with you guys. So just right out the gate, I, I know that everybody here, just from the time you know, that I spend with these guys in the general chat, everybody right here, right now is, is absolutely losing their minds. So give us some, give us some faith in the, in the future of this market, because we all know that it's in a full-on bear run right now. We're, we're in the bottom of the cave. Winter store has been gathered and we're just, we're just huddling up to hibernate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, you know, we are technically in a, a market correction right now. We've been in one for, you know, probably about a month. And so, yeah, definitely uh, FUD, you know, fear, uncertainty, doubt is at an all time high, you know, as we're kind of at this crazy dip period. Um, but uh, honestly, I'm not all that worried. I mean, I started in October, so I'm obviously more biased than most because, you know, the majority of users started this year and a lot of users started in February, you know, during one of our, you know, during the last peak. So it's like, you know, if you started during the last peak and then all of a sudden you're checking your account valuation every day and you're like, wait a minute, why is my account valuation going down? You know, it can definitely be scary. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, even my account valuation has gone down quite a bit. But the thing is, you know, you got to think long term with it. Of course, short term, you have to think, all right, based off of where we're at in the market cycle, you know, what's the move for me? And I've definitely been making different moves based off of where we're at. Uh, if anyone follows my Twitter, you know, you see that just in the last eight days, I've I went from zero early adopters moments to completing the entire set. You know, that was the very first common set ever released back in June. And to me, that's very special. I want to have, you know, that set completed for years. You know, um, I'm not planning on selling those anytime soon. And I think I was like, you know what? It's a great time to buy those. So for right. me, I'm using it as an advantage. And, you know, I'm kind of doing buying during these clearance times because I like to operate under that, you know, saying, I forget who says it, but it's like, you know, be greedy when most people are fearful and be fearful when most people are greedy. And and during the last huge pump in February, everyone was super, you know, like, uh, I don't want to say greedy, but it was like, you know, anything they bought, everyone's like, buy anything, everything's going up, everything is going to explode. And I was doing a lot of selling during that time because I was like, well, you know, this is kind of crazy. The supply is pretty low right now. The demand is insane. And right. I think a lot of these moments are becoming extremely overinflated. So like, I'm probably going to, do a lot of selling and I did, I, I sold a lot and I was able to save up Dapper for, you know, this dip. Nice. Nice. And um, congratulations on completing your early adopter set. That's, that's fire. Uh, I'll have to go in there and take a look at your account and kind of browse through some of those uh, here in a little bit. Uh, those of us, those of you that you know, have been here before, you guys know that I'm relatively new to the top shot space uh, and NFTs as a whole, you know, Steph said that she joined the market in October. Meanwhile, I got here the first weekend of March with the Scene Stars set. So it's, 
I haven't been able to have the same experience that you have, Steph, with with actually seeing how the market has gone and being here with the first users and back when everybody had access to the community leads and the developers of the platform. But that being said, I've been in collectibles for a long time and I've learned a lot about NFTs and crypto over the past month. So this is just from what I've seen and the people that are involved in this project, like you said, this is a solid platform where we may not see fifteen hundred returns like you guys were seeing in february but this is not going anywhere anytime soon and as more users come onto the platform and, and like we say over and over again i know i'm beating this same drum and i've been beating the same drum for weeks but as more users come into the platform those of you that are sitting on the 4 and 12k serials 15ks y'all are gonna have a little something something when the time comes for sure uh, i mean it's hard to see the scarcity in series two right now, especially if you just joined, you're like, I don't get it. You know, it, it doesn't even seem that scarce being series two. That was the same. Those are the same exact concerns. And you can literally look at the official Top Shot Discord to be seeing these conversations that were being had. But same exact concerns were happening back in series one. And people were literally like, why are you guys minting these S1 comments out of, you know, nearly 4,000? That's ridiculous. Like, these are not scarce. How are you guys going to keep the scarcity? And, it, and you know, and it was like, why are you doing more pack drops? And, like, there was a lot of concerns about scarcity back then. Same, same as now. You know, people are saying, you're overinflating the market, all these pack drops. But the thing is, you know, when, when comes Series 3, Series 2 is going to look way more scarce because, you know, right now the maximum a moment is out of is minted out of is 35,000 and CC, which means it, it could be minted to more, but 35,000, you know, that, that might seem like a lot right now, but you know, in series three, you know, what if, what if the minimum for us, for a CC moment starts at a hundred thousand, you know, like that will make the 35 K seem a lot more scarce. So, and you know, series four, series five, you know, right now it seems like they're doing two series a year. I don't know. It could be three series a year. Who knows? You know, and they could end up, you know, some years could be more serious, some uh, years could be less. But yeah, I think it's just if you think long term with it, you obviously have to think short term and long term based off of what decisions you're making for, you know, investing in these. But yeah, I definitely did a lot of research before I got involved with this. And, you know, I had been involved with CryptoKitties. And so I knew that Dapper Labs, you know, created CryptoKitties and I kind of knew how that worked. And so I was like, wow, you know, MBA is, is partnering um, and giving MBA Top Shot the license to, you know, sell these moments and create a whole platform for it. I think this is going to be huge. And at the time, you know, it actually wasn't worth it to buy base packs. There was base packs sitting on the market for pretty much forever. And I like basically never bought any of those because I was like, why would I pay $9 for a base pack when you could buy nine moments for $9? Cause all the moments were going for like a dollar and it was like, you know, and it was like, I don't think these will ever really be worth that much. Like maybe they'll increase to $5. Like that's what I thought. And you know, right. same thing could be happening now. People can be like, Oh, you know, I don't think these are going to be worth that much. Like, you know, they're just going to keep coming out with new moments, but that's why scarcity is important. Series is important. You know, them coming out with these first moment badges, you know, that's important stuff like that. And that's that's really similar to the attitude that I came into this with, because like you and I were talking about before the show, I've always like baseball cards when I was a little kid. Like you'd buy a pack of baseball cards, and back when I was a kid, we're talking fifty cents, seventy five cents, and you'll get ten cards, and the most valuable one you had in there might be worth a nickel. 
Like, <laughs> I literally clipped them. I literally clipped them to my bike. Like it's, I'm old. Um, nice. <laughs> but that was the thing. Like, and I entered this marketplace the same way. You know, I, the first drop I got was seeing stars and paid 14 bucks for the pack. And if I pull a $7 moment out of there, I'm happy. And I popped my pack open, got the Harden, went to the marketplace. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like with all of the other all-stars on the rosters, this James Harden, what is going on with the rest of this market? And I started walking, wandering around the marketplace and was just like, okay, I don't think that this is going to last, but I'll enjoy the little piece of it now. And I'll go ahead and get rid of some of these that don't have any value to me as a Mavericks fan and see if I can't start building my collection of the moments that I actually want to hold. That being yeah. said, with again with the investments we see in the platform, this thing is going to be here long term, and the longer term this gets, yeah. You know, God, I wish I had some of those baseball cards that I had back when I was a kid that were worth a nickel because that's it's a hundred dollar card now, just right. because we all stuck them to our bikes and tore them all to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and and, and people also forget it's not just the collecting aspect of this that, and you know, it's not just the scarcity. And the fact that it's, you know, only series one, series two, and there's going to be more. It's also the fact that these moments are going to have utility in a game. Think about how much gamers mm-hmm. spend on in, in-game in purchases that they can't even sell. Like, you're buying skins, you're buying weapons, you're buying all these things that, like, you know, you don't even own. And it's like, they're going to be worthless when the next one comes out. But these, you know they're actually going to be worth more when the next ones come out because of the scarcity factor. And, and with and, NFTs, we see that happen a lot is scarcity is really important. Mm-hmm. And not just the scarcity, like you said, the utility of them, like my own, this is just coming from my own personal experience. I discovered the swish fantasy league uh, website yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. I've, I've put a couple of rosters in there on that. And there's, there's a handful of cards that, don't really have a great value in my collection, but they're not going anywhere right now. Cause like Dame Lillard hitting a three pointer, that's worth a lot more than 80 bucks to me right now, because that's in my lineup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And once that gets to be part of the platform and you start seeing actual, the actual top shot game in there, that's going to add additional utility to some of these moments. And so the, the, the quick question for you, and this is, a little bit it's it's still top shot but it is a little bit off topic the baller status Mm -hmm. what is that going to be for because we're kicking around a theory that it may affect your your game level once it comes out like it'll it'll affect seating and and matchups once the game comes out do you have any idea what that's going to be used for i haven't said anything i have no idea but if i were to just guess I, I would I would be like, hmm, what are these baller status points for? Right now, they only really affect your rank, you know, um, on the leaderboard. But it's like, and that's just kind of a status, just really superficial status thing that doesn't necessarily right. get you any perks at the moment. But maybe, you know, maybe that'll help with, uh, you know, you getting access to a legendary pack drop. Maybe that, maybe you'll be able to uh-huh. redeem your points for a pack. Like, I don't know. Like, there's just so much potential with what they can do with, like loyalty points is what like, you know, a lot of companies do. And oftentimes you can redeem them for prizes. So possibly that. Um, you mentioned crypto kitties a minute ago. Uh, and you said, 
when we were talking before the show, you I think I thought you'd mentioned something. They're getting ready to move that for off of Ethereum. Where did the, you, they're they on were? the Ethereum blockchain? CryptoKitties were built on the Ethereum blockchain, and the problem with that is that you know the whole game of CryptoKitties is you're breeding your kitties together to make more kitties, and um, the thing is, it costs so much money to breed that it's like discouraging and you don't want to breed kitties. And there's benefits to breeding it because you can create like special ones that could be worth a lot. Um, at, you know, in certain time frames, they're like, you know, you have this much time to breed with these qualities and there's this percent of chance of you being able to breed, you know, a special one. And, you know, those are worth a lot. And so it's like it's a gamble, but like people love to do that. But with the gas fees, it's very discouraging. And so they're moving it over to Flow on the Flow blockchain, which is the blockchain that NBA Top Shot uses. Uh And so we could definitely see a huge revamp of CryptoKitties. I mean, there's a lot of users now, but, you know, I I definitely see potential for CryptoKitties. I'm excited to watch it. And I'm sure you you heard the news yesterday, the big influx of capital that Dapper just got. Yeah, 3.5 million. Yeah, crazy. What does that mean for us? No, it's 305 million. 305 million. Yeah. Um, what do you mean for us? I mean, as, as users, we like, it looks, it looks good because it builds confidence. I think that, okay, you know, you see Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Ashton Kutcher, like all these big names investing uh, and, you know, putting money into Dapper Labs, you know, which Dapper Labs main thing right now that they're so focused on is top shot. Obviously they're going to be creating UFC and other stuff, but I think it's exciting. I think it builds confidence um, that, you know, they are thinking long-term with this, obviously short-term, you know, there's a lot of things they need to work on. Um, and there's a lot of people that have complaints about the short-term, but I think long-term, this is really, really great. Awesome. Awesome. Um, we've asked, we've asked a couple of people already and, and nobody's really had any knowledge yet to share with us. So I'm going to take a shot in the darkest seat. The Alchemy announcement from, I believe it was early last week. Where yeah. they're partnering, partnering with Alchemy for some of their infrastructure work. Like, What is what is that going to bring to us? Or do you um, I don't, I really don't know much about that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it was a, it was a shot in the dark. I know that with your, since you've been, on this since the crypto kitties i just figured i'd see if maybe you'd heard something about it um haven't heard anything yet okay um what do you see is moving forward from here where do you see our next big user influx coming from uh i think i think you know nba top shot i think they have some tricks up their sleeve they have said that you know they're not necessarily trying to amp up like crazy, you know, because of the fact that they're using this time to work on a lot of internal stuff. And honestly, they need it. Like, yes, we could try to ramp up really fast right now. But and, and, you know, we can really go in on marketing. But then all the people are going to have the same problems that we're having now. And is that going to be a good look for Top Shot? You know, when it's like withdrawals are taking so long, you know, like support tickets are taking so long. Wouldn't you rather have support and withdraw tickets be quick and then ramp up? You know what I mean? So that they're prepared because the last time in February, they were not prepared for that crazy viral peak. They weren't prepared for that. So like we saw the effects of them not being prepared and it wasn't sustainable to keep that, you know, and there was just so many problems 
you know, the site was down for a while. Then you saw the site. They weren't prepared for the all-star game. You know, the site was down and it was like, you know, new signups weren't enabled during that time. There's problems that like I would love. And I would think that most users would love for them to actually, you know, work on and make smooth before they really try to put gas on the fire and just like blow this thing up because there's so much potential. They have so many connections. They can definitely blow this thing up, but they're not prepared to do that. And and, it, and just because we want our accounts to go up in value, does that mean that it's best for the platform long-term to be like, you know, doing that? No, I really don't think so. So like, we're going to have to suffer for a little bit. We really are. If you're thinking long-term, you know, it's going to be a little bit rough because they're not planning on amping up marketing anytime soon until they can, you know, build the systems and the infrastructure for all of these problems that, you know, need to be fixed. And I think they should, I think it's the right thing to do. Right. And that's one of the things that, that we've, that we've discussed quite a bit uh, here in the discord and, and on the stream is it's great that they've had this huge influx of money. It's great that they keep hitting these funding targets that they're aiming for. It's awesome. The people that they're bringing in on them, it takes more than just money to prepare the scalability of a platform such as this. You have to interview, recruit, interview, hire, and then start to onboard engineers. And by the time they're an employee of the company, you still have three to four weeks at least to get them familiar enough with the project to be able to contribute. Right. Yeah, more than just basics, right? Right, exactly. And so we're sitting right now, and even with the the only area that I see a legitimate gripe that I see pretty often is the time it takes to get the KYC completed for the withdrawals. I understand that they they say that they're doing all of those manually. So we do the app and then somebody has to come and a person has to verify the information that was entered into the ID verification portal that they send you through the email. But that mm-hmm. that is something that really is just money. That's just a matter of hiring people. So I understand the gripe on that one, but the rest of it, the the platform scalability, the issues we've had with the marketplace, um, designing something to combat the bots, that is not just a money, that is a time constraint as well. Yeah, for sure. And and definitely there's other things that are, you know, communication. That's 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 something that the team has been working on a lot. You know, people want more transparency. That's why they started doing the office hours. You know, they weren't doing that before. And there's just, right. there's definitely stuff that's like, you know, community. What about maintaining community and, and building community and making people feel like, you know, they're part of a movement. Like there's also stuff like that that I think is very important too. And, you know, um, yeah, just just like there's like so much, but it's like they're obviously trying to work on, you know, the most pressing matters first but but there's i think there's plenty of other stuff that would be great you know they could be hosting events in the discord like there's just so much potential of what could be happening but that's why i think there's so much opportunity for content creators um you know like you guys doing this stuff um me with my twitch channel like people creating content that are like building community and making people feel like they're a part of something so they're not so preoccupied with like worrying about all the stuff that you know is going to take some time you know, kind of like a little distraction in the meantime, because things right. are going to take time. People do, people are checking Top Shot every single day. They're, they're treating this like, you know, I mean, definitely there's a lot of people that are treating this like day trading before. I think the dip has shaken a lot of 
people out of that. But yeah, you know, people spend a lot of time on Top Shot. So, you know, it's like we, we also have a need for not just dapper to making all these improvements, but we need people from the community, you know, stepping up, creating content, creating Twitch streams, YouTube channels. You know, we need also members of the community building little communities inside of it to make people feel like they're really a part of something. Right. And that's, that's one of the things we're, we're working on here. And like, I've, I've had the good fortune to be able to sit in and watch a few of your streams on Twitch. Um, I've haven't gotten to see as many as I would like. Uh, that's just the nature of having a two year old and a brand new hobby at the same time. Um, but I have gotten in to see a few of them and it, every one of them has been greatly informative. And every time I've been in there, I've always ended up directed to another resource yet that I can put into my toolbox to help me navigate through this so that, and like I've said, I'm here to collect moments. I am a collector. I am an NBA fan. I'm a huge Mavericks fan, but I just, at the same time, I would like to be able to get my moments at the cheapest price as possible. <laughs> and you guys helped me out to do that. Yeah, not only that, but you want to know if, you know, you're buying a rookie out of 4,000, you know, you really like the moment, you want that in your collection, but maybe you don't know that 50% of it is still going to be released in packs in the next couple of weeks, you know, and that the price probably with the supply increase, assuming the demand is similar, is going to drop down. Like, you want to know that kind of stuff, and that's why yeah. third tools like, you know, evaluate.market, uh, intangible.market, Moment ranks, all these sites are really, really good, and a lot of new users don't even know about them. And so it's like just constantly like bringing this information to the surface and like telling people about even you know what I think is like the basics. It's not the basics to a lot of new users; they don't know a lot of this stuff. So yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of people that just need help, you know, with more information. Like people just want more information. Right, and I. I am 100% guilty of overpaying for a couple of moments in between pack drops before I discovered that Evaluate Market was a thing and that I could see, oh, wait, there's another pack coming out next week and there's going to be more of this Chris Depp's Prisingus that I want. Right. Why did I pay 100 Why did I pay 100 bucks for that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, we've actually got a, a pretty solid question in the uh, in the channel chat here. What what are your what are your concerns for Top Shot once the other sports collectibles start to get on board and ramp up and start to compete in the market in the space? I think it's going to be great. I mean, it's going to bring different collectors because you know not everyone's an NBA fan. A lot of people when I started were actually not even NBA fans at all. They were more like crypto slash NFT fans, um, mm -hmm. and that's where I came from. I I came from more of like. I got into it because the fact that it's, you know, blockchain technology, I was into it because of that. I don't right. even watch, I'm not like watching NBA every day. Like I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I think, you know, there's a lot of NBA fans, especially this year that joined. Same with when they come out with other sports, it's going to bring, you know, when they come out with UFC, we're going to have UFC fans. Then they're going to be like, you know what? This is super cool. Ooh, I'm interested in NBA. Like maybe I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I'm still interested in the moments and I think, but yeah, of course, you know, people are going to probably sell some moments on uh, Top Shot, get the Dapper Balance, you know, use it for, pour it into other sports, you know, that, that is attached and that they can, you know, use their Dapper credit for. Right. I definitely see that happening. Um, but I don't think they're going to just come out with all the sports at once and it's going to be like dramatic where it's like, 
you know, a max acid, a mass exodus of people selling top shots to go into like eight different sports. I don't think they're going to do it like that. Like right. they have an economist that they're working with and they're studying, you know, how is this going to affect, you know, supply demand. And I, I think they'll be smart about it. I, I don't really think that they're going to come out with like all the sports at once. I think it'll be one at a time. I think they'll still do the closed beta like they did with NBA top shot, you know, right. They were in closed beta from June all the way to October. They were in closed beta. There was barely anyone in that. They didn't open the beta till October. That's when I joined. I think they're going to do the same with other sports so they can test things out and see, okay, what works, what doesn't. But they've already learned a lot from NBA Top Shot, which is great. Right. And that's the thing is, is especially the more of them that are going to be on the Flow blockchain and on the Dapper platform, the the more sports that they can bring on to it, the more they can ramp it up slowly and make sure that the things that they've learned from the ones before can be applied to the next to the next uh, series of moments that they bring on board or whatever they end up calling them for each sport. And it's simply going to improve the user base. I, I really want to say that I really liked hearing you say that it's going to bring on different collectors because we were actually discussing this in the Discord text uh, chat last night. And that that was my take on the whole thing is like, look, the guy that's sitting here paying a hundred grand for a LeBron James moment, like unless he's just that guy, like unless he's the, you know, stereotypical Yankees, Cowboys, Lakers, um, Patriots fan, he's not leaving this platform to go shopping for uh, Randy Moss moments or anything like that. He's, Basketball fans are going to be here as basketball fans. And while there's some going to be some crossover between the sports, most collectors collect one or two. They don't try to spread their entire budget out across every potential marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see the different communities that are built and like how that is separate versus how it's together. And yeah, that is going to be very interesting. Um, so when is logs asking i i know i think you can see his question there in the chat asking what your what your thoughts are on moments six months from now and what the prices and challenges how those are going to do coming up and do you think completing sets should have an additional rewards outside of the challenges that they've bringing up i like that thought actually that if you complete a set just like a surprise reward at the end of that yeah, there. I mean, there's so much potential with what they can do. You know, they could definitely do something like that. We've also heard th- this is just rumors that I've heard. This is not directly from Top Shot, but just people's ideas is that you know, completing sets could actually help you in the game potentially, right. and uh, you know, you could end up potentially, you know, renting out your moments. Or there's just so much like potential with that. I think. It will. I think there has to be some sort of benefit to completing sets. Right now, there's not. It's just personal satisfaction. But I think down the road, I can't see them not doing that. Like I, I would think that that would make sense to complete. That completing sets would benefit other than just a superficial like pat on the back. But we'll see what they end up doing with it. Uh, and they said, you know, six months from now, we could very, very well be out of beta in six months from now. Um, and if you know, in order to be out of beta, we're going to need, you know, with JAWS to be super quick, we're going to need support tickets to be super quick, potentially, you know, mm-hmm. uh, potentially online chat system, right. on the Top Shot website, like, you know, assuming all of that gets fixed and there's not really, you know, multi-accounts, get, they know how to deal with that, they know how to deal with bots. 
if all that gets taken care of, there's so much potential with what they can do. They have so many connections. And, and I think, you know, a lot of big influencers are just waiting for the go. Like they're just waiting, like, Hey, let me know when you want me to start, you know, promoting this because I'm ready. And I just think they're holding people back from really promoting this stuff right now because it's not worth it for them to, you know, pump up and then all of a sudden people run into all these problems and then they get bad press. That's really, really bad, really bad look. And as a company, you don't want that to happen. You rather, you'd rather existing users to be kind of like, Oh, when are we going to, that's what was happening back in, you know, October, November, December guys, when are you going to start marketing? Like seriously, nobody's going to be joining. It's the same, it's the same hundred users buying and selling from each other. Like this is ridiculous. Like people were getting pissed and it was like, when are you guys going to be, you know, marketing? And then January, it was like an accidental viral on Twitter, you know, um, with a lot of daily fantasy sports users joining. And, and it was like, they didn't purposely do that. They didn't purposely market like that. Right. And, you know, people just really big buys. It just got a lot of publicity and press. And yeah, so it's like, I would rather them work, you know, work everything out. But I think in six months, if we're out of beta and, and they're ready to roll, I think it'll be like a tsunami it'll be like the february pump will look like nothing compared to what you know once all the problems are fixed compared to what is going to happen in the future and you know that's why i'm not in a rush to be like completing sets but i'm definitely like i'm not i'm not taking a ton of time like i definitely took a lot of time back in october november december because i was like ah, i have so much time but then you see how quickly things can pop up and then all of a sudden you're like oh shit i'm priced out of this stuff you know or you could just be like me and enter the market priced out of what you really want. Yeah. As it is like cosmic moments. If you actually look, go look on, on the top shop marketplace right now, click on like, you know, the floor price of a cosmic moment. You can still like, you know, people barely buy those cause they're just so expensive, but you could still see that people were getting them for just a couple hundred bucks just a few months ago. I don't know. You know? I, know. I, like, I look back through all of that on, on evaluate that everybody that's got data, I'm looking at what you guys were buying stuff for in December and January. And I'm just like, so jealous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, the person yeah. who's pop shot saying they'll be out of beta by the playoffs. They didn't say that. They said they could potentially be out of series two uh, by the end of the season. They, they never said out of beta. Like Roham, if you go look at the general chat, he literally said just a couple weeks ago that he had predicted five months from now. So I don't, they never said by the end of the playoffs. And to, to touch back on a point that you had made a minute ago and, and the Willis P's question in the chat, top shots, definitely in PR mode versus growth mode. Um, I own a small business and I've got my, my managers constantly like, Hey, when are we going to get a new client? When are we going to get a new client? When are we going to get a new client? And I'm, it's real easy, especially when you have a product like an NBA collectible that is backed by the NBA and the players it's real easy to get new users. That's simple. Just turn yeah. on signups, run two commercials a game, and open the floodgates. The hard part is going to be, and what requires what we were saying before, money and time, is securing the platform, making sure the infrastructure is there, making sure that the customer service portion of it is up and running, making sure that the HR back end of your KIC financial, every you have to have all of all of 
moment in because it's real hard and takes a lot of work keep a client and it does nobody any good it doesn't help dapper it doesn't help flow it doesn't help the nba it doesn't help the players it doesn't help the users it doesn't help anybody if we get an influx of a million and a half users on monday and by friday they've all deleted their accounts because the site broke and nobody could buy anything yeah yeah they they are they're not short of people that are willing to just go all in and like you know market for them and and help them grow but it's just like they just need a lot of the basic stuff right now but that's true willis said that the earliest people were buying without it a marketplace the when all when the inaugural drop if you go look at the blog it's called the inaugural drop and it's when the early adopters set dropped uh june 15th same day the rookie the number the first rookie drop uh the second rookie drop was until like november and then uh the cosmic drop the first one those all dropped and there was no marketplace like people literally bought those packs and there was no marketplace to sell them literally so so like imagine being in that position where you're just like i really don't know if this is gonna be worth it and and even back then even in january early early january like back when you know uh it was kind of okay to do things like this like pranked for example was buying people's accounts for ETH. He bought over two, he spent over 200 ETH buying up people's oh. accounts. Like like last year and, and even in the beginning of January, literally people that That's were like, this isn't going anywhere, you know, right before the big pump, this isn't going anywhere, guys. Like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna sell my entire account. I'm out, I'm out. Let me know when you guys are out of beta. And a lot of people sold their entire accounts for like barely any profit, like barely any profit. And people were even selling out losses back then too. You know, like like I saw this rare moment the other day, I had bought for $10. The person before me had bought it for 27, a rare S1 moment. I had bought for 10, they had bought it for, you know, two, two three X of what I had bought it for. And they, and it was like two month difference. So it's like, you know, even back then people were selling out losses, people were freaking out, you know, but the market's gonna market, there's gonna be pumps, there's gonna be dips, um, you know. Yeah, what's amusing is that 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 still happens. Just just this past pack drop, the Cool Cats three. Um, I pulled the moment, the only moment that I wanted out of the Cool Cats, uh, out of that pack. I pulled the Chris Stapps Brzingis moment. I'd been sitting there. I almost broke my phone trying to put my daughter to bed and buy the moment at the same time right after the drop when it was hitting the market at fourteen, fifteen, seventeen dollars. Yeah. Open the pack, got the moment. Woke up the next morning and it's 150 bucks. I'm like, all right, KP, I love you. You my dog, but I'm going to pick you back up after the challenge. Right. Um, a couple hours later, I was looking at the prices starting to dive again. I got beat on it, but I almost bought the exact same serial number moment that I had sold six hours before for 150 back for 95 bucks. Dude held it for six hours and was and took a fifty-five dollar loss. Not yeah, even including I mean, the dapper fee. <laughs> we see that happening a lot. We see that I, happening a lot. It blew my mind. It just absolutely blew my mind. Uh that was my first challenge completion too, Earth was the CC3. And I completed it because I was sitting on the, the you know, those of y'all that are in here know that we posted the commons that were going to be required for that challenge i actually created a showcase and listed y'all what i expected them to sell for now of course that was before 
the market went completely haywire, but we knew what the commons were going to be in that a couple of weeks ahead of time. We were able to give you all a heads up on that. Um, so I was able to get those. What up until now was rock bottom on them and just had a showcase sitting with them. So when I had the most, the second most expensive of the limiteds on those, I figured why not just go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's uh, challenges are interesting. I mean, I've been known for saying that I don't do challenges and people thought at first during the big pump, people were like, that's really dumb. Why, don't, why wouldn't you do challenges? But now people are like, oh, shoot, you know, maybe I shouldn't do them either. But it's just it's a gamble. That's the thing is, it's a gamble. If you get a really good cereal, it's totally worth it. You know, you get a great, right. ROI, you know, but it's like sometimes not always. And and it, and and even for me, I've only ever completed two challenges. Uh I can screen share and show you if you want, but oh no, um, I can't open my no no. For now, I won't do it. But the the NBA Finals when I completed that, I don't actually think it was worth it. The S one NBA Finals challenge to get that Jimmy Butler. That's uh, right. you know I actually don't think it was worth it at the time because I didn't even get that good of a cereal. But it's like now, obviously, it's worth it. You know, oh, it's definitely worth it. Um, I've completed, or I've got two challenges completed right now. I have the scene stars, LeBron James. Um, I picked up the Luca because I was going to pick up the Luca no matter what. Um, I got the Anthony Davis the week of the drop for right at 300 bucks. So once I was sitting on those two, and that's, that's kind of how I look at challenges. If I, if there's a couple of moments on there that are desirable to me to hold on to long-term, enough to get me 20 or 20% 20 or better towards the overall cost of the challenge. At that point for me, it's worth it because especially yeah. for this one, this one's a LeBron and that Jokic yeah. is Jokic is, is quickly ratcheting his way up to being front runner for MVP this year. And it's a really nice moment. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the, the LeBron challenge. Uh, yeah, I know. I definitely know a lot of people that are that are like super pumped about that. Imagine like if, if I pull a one or a twenty-three, one or a twenty-three, either one is going six figures on the marketplace the instant it hits my account. Turn on noise suppression, please. Someone said. I don't even know what that is. Mm-mm. Noise suppression. How do I do that? Uh, who said that? Uh, in the jungle. No oh, okay. Who are we getting feedback from, you or me? Uh, I don't know. I didn't think I was doing anything in the background. Everybody, one person has said you need noise suppression. Everybody else says you're sounding fine in both chats. Oh, okay. Okay, then we're good. Oh, uh, they said somebody's phone was going off. Mine has got the little switch clicked. All right, we got sidetracked. Uh, Quick question for you from me. Have yeah. you li- have you listed a moment at sixty nine four twenty yet? Hell yeah! I, I'm gonna. I'll yeah. screenshot. I'll put it in. So I don't have any of the KD. Um, I don't KD, either. <laughs> unfortunately, but I had bought K. I had bought four KD moments. Let me see if I could find my screenshot that I posted on Twitter yesterday because I'm trying to contribute to this movement and I'm not planning on selling those. Cause those are like really good cereals. So I'm like, mm-hmm. and I paid a pretty penny for those, 
but I'm like, I want to contribute to the movement. Like I'm going to um, list the, all four of the Katie's I have. I just posted it in the Lions Row chat. Those are the four Katie's that I have and I posted them all. <laughs> That's awesome. I went through, I think I found everybody. I got to go back through it again. Um, I'm up to 50 moments, even though I just got here. Uh, I have a problem. Oh, um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, I missed Dwight Powell. Okay. I'm posting every single one of my badged moments at 69420. There we go. Um, yeah, if you're not planning on selling them, you might as well post them for 69420. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and then after the, after the challenge is over, I'm going to list all of my seeing stars and cool cats at 69 420 because i'm <laughs> i'm holding those it's the you know the yeah. cool cats not so much but the seeing stars it's the first time they've done the seeing stars right. and you know there's no guarantee that they'll ever do another seeing stars you know they may look back at what happened all-star weekend and be like well we kind of overloaded the market on that one let's let's just do the all-star game and the rising stars game because that makes more sense to everybody anyway so yeah yeah, we never know what they're going to do. Yeah, so I mean, and, and the thing is, it's we're just all so early into this that anything that has any kind of specialty, holo, scene stars, cool cats, anything that sets it off from the rest. I just remember when my little brother was collecting Pokemon cards, you know, there's a million Pikachu cards, but there's this one specific Pikachu card that's worth you know $200,000 now. And all right, whatever, y'all. So yeah. I'm just going to hold on to anything that has any uniqueness to it like that, at least until we get out of beta and see what it does. Yeah, definitely worth it. I, didn't, uh, I never got yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu. I was, I'm, I'm in my 40s. I was 20-some when Pokemon came out. Now, I will, I did as a 35 or 37 year old man whenever it was that it came out i did play the hell out of some pokemon go because really my, I remember yeah, my sedentary my sedentary out of shape little behind needs some sort of motivation in order to get up and exercise and that was just enough of game for a walk for me to get out there and do something I didn't get into any, like, I never bought anything in it. I didn't get into any of the raids or any of that. But, I, yeah, I'll get out there and hit a pokey stop. Like, my wife and I went to Disney World about halfway through the day. We needed a break. So we just sat on the Magic Kingdom train around Disney World and just hitting all the pokey stops on that for about half an hour. Yeah, that game was fun. <laughs> That's fun. I never even looked into it. I was like, ah, it's too overhyped. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like it. I was just like, nah. But I'm, a lot of people really aren't they still doing it? And oh, I couldn't it? tell you. Okay. I have no idea. I they are. And I they did it for like a year. I saw an article the other day about how they're they're like changing it or something. Um, I don't know. Log wants to know any tips for newbies or those new to Top Shot that are collecting or flipping. Uh, Log, I'll give you mine and then let Steph Steph weigh in. My tip is a collect moments you like because it. Like there is always a risk that at some point you they could just have absolutely no value other than your own enjoyment. And for the same reason, like don't spend money you don't have. Those are my two. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say I agree with that. But also I would say like take your time, like especially right now, since we're in a market dip, you have some time, you know. And um, I would say like search for for, you know, people that are creating content on the subject 
learn from them, see if you like what they're saying and, you know, and try to just learn. I would say use the third party tools and, and learn as much as you can before you really start making, you know, big decisions about, you know, where, where to invest your money, because you want to know, you want to be knowledgeable. You don't want to like blindly. I always get people DMing and they're just like, I just bought this, but then I realized this. And like, like I bought a challenge moment. I didn't know it was for the challenge. The challenge ended. Now it dropped. It's like, you want to know just like the basic stuff. Cause there's just so much to know, even the basics, so much to know. If I was a brand new user going in, I'd be like, what's going on. There's so much going on. Like who's creating content on this, you know? And uh, I would definitely just do your research before and you guys, start Everybody in here that's a part of the server on the left side of your Discord window in the channels, uh, we do have a resources tab in there. We're constantly updating that and adding new stuff to it. Um, that's where, honestly, when I first came into the Discord, that's where I learned about Evaluate Market. That's where I learned about, uh, you know, that's where I found out about Live Token when it came out. Like, that's still, I go back and catch that up. And see what's been added in there by our other by the rest of our mod team and Mufasa because that's it's imperative to not just find the tools and do your research but also keep current on the tools because all of the data for what is going on with the marketplace with Topshot as a whole all of that is a publicly available information on the blockchain and that's what these tools do is they they pull all of that raw data just straight off the chain. And break it down into information that is digestible to even the simple-minded like myself. Yeah, I, I I just started. I mean, even me, I just started using Crypto Slam uh, just to check the buyers and sellers every day. And you know, it's actually kind of interesting. Um, you know, we started to see we were seeing a significant difference in you know a lot more sellers than buyers. And now we're kind of starting to see it. It's kind of like evening out a little bit. So I'm just curious, you know, I'm watching it. But yeah, it's like just things like that. You can definitely be watching. You can search people's account on there and you can see, you know, what have they been buying? When did, when did they buy it? Who did they who did they buy it from? Where did they sell? Who did they sell it from? Or who did they sell it to? Just so much information um, on CryptoSlam. I just discovered it probably. I mean, I knew about it, but I just started using it probably like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, I post in the lines row chat. Yeah, Crypto Slam is. I'm aware of it. I, I I log into it every once in a while, and I'm kind of. I, I bounce around in it, and it's. Like I said, I'm simple minded. I, I really like evaluate market for the simplicity of it, and, yeah, and yeah, live token. Live token gets a lot more in depth, but at the same time, it's the it's real easy to navigate for me. Um, That's true. And I know that the crypto slam is a, is a, you can get a lot more out of it. It's just, it, it gives me tired head trying to, to roam around the site. Um, so it's, it's something I have to keep going back to until I get comfortable with it. That's true. And also there's uh, I'll post this website, top shot explorer, where you can actually see when they mint stuff. So that's how people know that they're, Oh my God, guys, they're minting new cool cats. And like they're minting new this, new that. And that's how they know that they're probably going to be dropping these packs uh, soon. Most people don't know about Top Shot Explorer because it like when you first click on the website, it's like, wait, what the hell is this? But if you click on like S2 sets, then you can go down and you can see, you know, you can see that the Platinum Ice, you can see those being created. You know, who's going to be there? You know, there's only three of each of these players. Uh, those are going to be the ones that are, you know, auction. That's going to be a huge yeah. deal. 
what uh, do they call is it that's is that legendary or is that ultimate those are the ultimate moments yes oh that is only okay. three. i may or may not have just added that top shot explorer to my bookmarks yeah it's a good one it's a good one a lot of people don't know about it my bookmark folders have I've got 24 new folders in the past two weeks. <laughs> um, we got, I had a, there, I'm trying to find who it was that had thrown out the question. Uh, oh, Truman Fertitta. Truman Fertitta asks, what is the moment that you most regret selling? So the funny thing is, 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 uh, you know, I first started buying moments in October and uh, I think my first pack drop was uh, the Cali versus New York. Um, but I actually didn't sell a single moment until the January pump. So I got really lucky that I, because it wasn't worth it to sell back then. I was like, why right. would I sell? I'm barely making any profit, you know? And, uh, and I was thinking really long-term with it because I didn't actually think it would blow up this fast. So I, I thought that the January pump would happen like in a year type of thing. So right. I was like, I have to wait quite a while for this stuff. So I'm just going to, you know, buy and hold. And so luckily, like, you know, I would have had major regrets if I would have sold, you know, any time before the January pump. But I or still if you have sold your account for an ETH. I could have sold my account for ETH um, <laughs> and got out of it and then, you know, had to buy back in at pretty high prices. But I didn't. And uh, I'm thankful for that. But I definitely have still some sales. Like, I think I still didn't fully value low cereals uh in january like i did but at the same time like for selling them like if i didn't want the low cereals i didn't know how to price them and i definitely right. regret some of the ways that i priced some of the moments because i was like well how are people gonna really buy these like if it's not the floor price and you know it's just that it takes longer you know you have to price them at a fair price but you have to wait a little bit longer and i think i was just a little bit more impatient um so I think I think it's just the low serial moments that I just priced lower than I should have. But I don't necessarily have anything that like I can think of where it's like, this is my regret because I try not to look back because everything I sell like so far I've reinvested. So it was all for a purpose. And I've right. also never sold at a loss and, and you know, I've always sold at profit. So it's like, it's just always worth it for me because I'm just making calculated moves. But yeah, I'm sure if I looked back, I'd have... I'm sure if I really look back, I would have regrets. I mean, I we all do. Like, even if it's, is there a moment that you regret purchasing? Purchasing? Yeah. Th there's a moment that I regret purchasing my uh, Luca seeing stars moment. Right when they announced a couple weeks ago, right when they announced that and they confirmed, yes, all the opposite moments uh, that weren't a part of the KDSS challenge are going to be part of the Luca. I bought you a Luca. They stopped with the misdirection saying that they could change it whenever they wanted. Huh? Uh, there was, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Somebody had said that it may not necessarily be the other 12 scene stars. We can, we have the ability to change the challenges if we see fit. And I cannot remember off the top of my head who it was. Well, they had confirmed it on, on like the blog and it was like, okay, now we know for sure that those are the ones that are going to be in it. And, and I had bought a Luca with the intention of flipping it. And that's when actually a lot of people had the same, uh, had the same idea or they wanted to complete the challenge early. However, you know, being in a dip, uh, you know, that would have been fine if we were in 
in you know a bull run but i bought it for 775 and i think it's going for like i think it's in the 400s right now like and i will sit on that because i'm stubborn i will sit on that until it's profitable before i sell it but yeah that's definitely one regret the most recent regret that i have uh, but since then i'm like okay this is why i don't buy the flip during a bear market because it's just not the smartest move and it's really hard to you can't time the market perfectly even within a challenge right right oh for sure it's it's real hard to find it's just as hard to find the top as it is to find the bottom um and maybe even harder to find the bottom sometimes it, it'll just get running there for a bit i think my only moment that i regret purchasing though is going to be my 35k kp that i spent 100 bucks on because i didn't know any better wait what do you mean oh oh, oh, oh you're i thought you were th- saying 35 thousand i was like wait you spent thirty five thousand on a moment oh you no, no, no. i spent a hundred bucks on a 35k mint okay. and i i regret what i spent on it i don't regret buying it i wish i'd spent less for it but it's it's a beautiful no look from luca like right coming up into the lane right so, yeah um there we go we all have regrets and I don't see any new questions coming in in the chat and you've been here pretty close to an hour with us. Um, I just want to let everybody know to make sure and and catch up with us tomorrow night at seven Pacific, which will be 10 Eastern. I know it's a little bit late, but uh, we are going to have chugs and bugs for the first mint come in here and talk to us for a little bit. Um, Nice. I'll go over some things. Uh, I'm going to be tweeting out the rundown for tomorrow night's show uh, here in just a little bit. So we'll discuss a couple of things. And then as we always do, we'll answer as many questions as we can from you guys. So Steph, any closing thoughts before we take off here? Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm excited. This group seems really awesome. And uh, yeah, I love what you guys are doing, you know, building community. I'd love to hear that. Thank you. I I can't express enough how much I appreciate you coming in here and sitting with an hour here for an hour, just so that the members here can, get a little bit more of, the, of a heads up as to what they're doing out here in the marketplace. Like we're, we're here to try to provide a benefit to everybody that comes in here. And when folks like you are willing to come and sit down with us for a little bit, that's, that's just another tool that we can give to our members to put in their box and navigate this market with. Yeah. I'm always down. I'm always down to collab. I love collabing with people. I'm the host. I'm actually hosting a ladies night event. I haven't really announced it yet, but I'm hosting an event tonight on my Twitch channel. And everyone's allowed to watch it, but it's going to be like a little ladies panel, like four of us. And we're going to be just talking about top shit. the whole time.